If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. A promotional fee has been paid by the sponsor of this program for its editorial content. Statements, views, and beliefs expressed by the sponsor do not reflect those of WOKV or Cox Media Group. In the House with Ken and Jared is brought to you by Universal Roof and Contracting. Our Ask the Expert weekend continues with In the House with Ken and Jared. For all your questions on roofing, siding, and home improvement, call 340-1045. Ken and Jared at Universal Roof are ready to answer your questions. In the house on News 104.5 WOKV. Hey, hey, welcome. Another edition in the house with Ken and Jared. Your home improvement questions are answered. We are live at the Jacksonville Home and Patio Show at Prime Osborne Convention Center. And uh, we are excited about today's show. So we're we're broadcasting live here. And uh, this is... This is a great show. Yeah, absolutely, man. It, there's a lot of great people here, a lot, of, a lot of good things going on, some cooking, which is my favorite. Uh, now, it's some great stuff. Now, right this second, it's a little bit slow because it doesn't actually open till 10 a.m. It's yep. been going on the last couple of days, yep. but uh, but uh show uh, doesn't actually open till 10 a.m. So we are um, sitting here in the booth, not surrounded by a crazy amount of people right now, really yep. just the exhibitors, but couple guys vacuuming the floors (laughs) and then us but starting at 10 a.m this place is going to be jumping Uh, and by the way if uh, you want to come to the jacksonville home and patio show um, and uh, tickets are only 11 dollars, i think is what they are but for all of our callers today we are going to give away a pair of tickets uh, to the jacksonville home and patio show if you would like them so the show is uh, the rest of today um, it goes uh, up until uh, 9 o'clock tonight, and then tomorrow, Sunday, it's uh, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., so uh, those tickets would be good uh, any time uh, today or tomorrow. So if uh, so, for all of our callers today, um, if you um, um, uh, would like them, then we would give you a pair of tickets uh, to the Jacksonville Home and Patio Show. All right, so... Uh, Today on our talk agenda, of course, we have your calls, the number to dial 340-1045. Again, 340-1045 if you want to call with your home improvement questions. And again, uh, any of our callers today do get um, a pair of tickets to the Jacksonville Home and Patio Show. So let's uh, start the show off. By the way, my name is Jared Mellick, uh, and sometimes sitting next to me is my father, Ken. Uh, but today, as usual, uh, we have Brandon. How you doing today, bro? I'm doing fantastic, man. I'm excited to be here, and I'm really excited for all these callers that we hopefully will have here soon. Yep. Uh, coming to the home show, we get to shake their hand, actually meet them. And it's great because if you can't get on the phones and you can't talk to us, you get over here. I will be here all day today. You can ask me personally uh, some about uh, about your home improvement questions, and I'll be glad to help you. Very good. I'll be here part of the day, so if you want to come see me, you better act quick. I've got uh, some family stuff that I've got to do this afternoon, but uh, but I will be around this morning. So I'd love to come meet uh, you guys. I, it's always just such a blast meeting our listeners. Yeah, I just absolutely. we seriously have the the best listeners in the world. Absolutely, it, it's fantastic. I I love going out to the homes and and hearing everyone that listens to us and and they know things more. 
uh, more than I do sometimes just by listening to you. So it's great. It's, it's fantastic. Sometimes they test you. They're, they're testing me. Like, do you remember when you said this? Yes. Uh, yes, I do, I think. <laughs> All right, so shows in the house, it's all about home improvement and construction. If you have a project that you're working on and you want to know how to get to the next step or if there's something in the house that you need to fix, you want to know how to get started with it, this is the place to be, whether it's structural problems, electrical, plumbing, anything having to do with home improvement. Uh, I own a business called Universal Roof and Contracting. Uh, we're roofing and building contractors. Uh, throughout the week, we help people with roofing, siding, and windows, uh, but I'm a general contractor, so um, uh, my my dad uh, built custom homes when I was growing up. I've built, remodeled, and modified homes my entire life. And so uh, if you have any home improvement questions, uh, whether it's uh Roofing, siding, electrical, plumbing. Maybe uh, you have you're thinking about doing a kitchen remodel. You want to know how to figure out if a wall is a load-bearing wall. Uh, maybe you found a leak somewhere. You want to know how to find it or stop it. Uh, perhaps uh, you're thinking about replacing your siding. You want to know whether to go over the top or whether to uh, to remove the existing siding. Uh, maybe a contractor is uh, is um, uh, telling you something, uh, giving you an opinion, and you want to uh, want to know if it's accurate. Uh, anything having to do with home improvement uh, is perfectly okay with us. And again, the number to dial three four zero one zero four five. That's right, three four zero one zero four five. With your home improvement and home repair questions. All right, let's go straight to the phones. Let's talk to Jean in Orange Park. Jean, Jean, how are you today? I'm fine. How about you, sir? Doing great, thanks. What can we help you out with? I have a family room with two vents in the ceiling, and I have mm-hmm. water marks around the where the vents come out. And it's about, oh, two feet away, or goes out two feet. I had someone get in the crawl space. They don't see any wetness. They got on the roof. Doesn't appear to be any loose shingles, but I can't understand where that water would be coming from. And I noticed during a bad rainstorm. Sure. Now, when you say that, that they're vents, um, it, are we talking about um, uh, air conditioning vents? Is that what they are? Right, air conditioning and heat. Yeah. Okay, so so a couple things. Um, one is is that it could just be condensation uh, around the... Um, uh, around that vent. So sometimes what will happen is is that ductwork, if it is not attached properly, and then you have the, the cool air of the air conditioning going and hitting the heat of the attic, um, right in that area, if it's not attached properly, then sometimes condensation can form around that vent, and then it can, and then it can drip down. That is one possibility. Uh, another possibility is that it is an actual uh, leak uh, from Usually that would be from a roof. Um, did the person that that went up there? Did, did they use a thermal image camera to try to figure out where the moisture is coming out? Oh no 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 nothing like that. Okay. So usually moisture is um, is is hard to find if you don't have a thermal image camera. Um, and what a thermal image camera does is it measure, measures temperature difference. So what will happen is is that when it when um, something is newly wet then typically the that water is going to be cooler than the outside temperature and so we're looking for temperature differences there so you'll be able to see like when we do the thermal image test we'll be able to see a blue area where the temperature is cooler right in the area where it's wet now what happens okay. is is as the as the water is evaporating 
it is actually hotter than the things around it. So if it's on a hot day and it's evaporating, then we're actually going to see a higher temperature in that area. But either way, there's going to be a temperature difference. And so thermal image, uh, a thermal image test is the best way to really determine is it wet? And then from there, we would just trace it back to figure out what the source of the moisture is. So, but chances are it's one of those two things. Uh, chances are it's either a roof leak uh, or it's a condensation at the, at the ductwork. Okay. So I can call your office and make an appointment? For sure. Yeah, just call the office. Um, our office number is 647-3907. Okay. Yep. Well, I appreciate then, your time and I like your program. Thank you, sir. Thank Thank you so much. And, and Jean, the program likes you. <laughs> thanks, th- thanks for your call. We appreciate it. All right, number to dial, 340-1045. Again, 340-1045 is the number to dial for your home improvement questions. All right, let's go to Don on the north side. Don, you are in the house. How, how can we help you? Hey, how you doing? Good. Um, I had a, new, had a new house built, and I got... Uh, the roof was put on, and I've noticed over the last four or five months, when the water comes down off the roof, it's not it's it's not kind of going off the drip edge. It's just kind of running down the fascia board, and now it's even looking like it's getting underneath the soffit hmm. because the there's um there's definitely a discoloration, but I'm not sure if there's even some mold growing or or I'm not sure what. And I'm not really sure how to rectify this problem. Sure, and that um. You just had the house belt, is that right? Yeah, it's been we've been in it about a year. Okay, so I would definitely contact the builder um, as quickly as possible. Have you called them and you know let them know about the issue? Yeah, the roofer is actually coming out next week. I just am trying okay. to get some information on what I sure. think he should be doing versus him telling me something, and I'm like, oh, yeah. that sounds good, and then it's what he's doing is going to fix my problem. Good, very good. Okay, so um, uh, when. If we look at, if you look at the soffit, uh, the underside of the soffit area, are you seeing any brown staining in that area? Yes. Okay. So typically when you see the brown staining in the soffit area, that usually means that water's getting up underneath of the shingles at some point above it. So I would consider that a roof leak. So it's going to be coming somewhere up above there. Now, sometimes what will happen is is that um, if it's not, let's say, that you didn't see the brown stains, but you're just seeing the water come down the fascia, some, it, with the force of water, you have what's called capillary action, which means the force of the water coming down is actually going to make the water turn and come back up underneath. Now, that's why we use a drip edge flashing, which has a little lip that goes on the outside of it, is because that's supposed to restrict the the amount of water that actually turns and comes down underneath. So you shouldn't be seeing uh, brown stains with just the capillary action uh, uh, version of moisture. When you see the brown stains underneath, that's typically a sign that the water's getting up above underneath of the shingles at some point, and it's getting on the wood, the, the plywood or the OSB, and then soaking down through the soffit. Now, the most common, where is this area uh, on uh on your home, is it near an entrance, or is it near where other roof lines come together? From I walked around the house last night, my wife and I, and it looks like I have a really steep pitch. It's like a twelve twelve pitch, hmm. and it looks like every place where the water comes off the roof, every place where the water's coming off the roof. Now, on the gable ends, on the sides where there's no water coming off the roof, everything looks good. 
but the drip the the drip edge is right. It, it's so hard. It's so up against the wood, even though it has that bend in it. It doesn't look like it's um, the water just looks like it's coming off the roof and running right straight down the fascia board. It doesn't look like that little bend in the drip yeah. edge is doing anything. Yeah. Well, chances are what they ended up doing is is that drip edge are supposed to be designed to be um, the same uh, pitch as the roof is. And so uh, um, so that what that means is is that a standard pitch is like a 512 or 612. And so most of the time, drip edge is made specifically for that pitch. Um, and so if you just buy regular drip edge from the supply house off the shelf, it's usually going to be bent for a 512 or 612. Well, when you have a steep pitch like that, you have a 1212 pitch, you can't take the same bend in the drip edge and have it work. Now, some contractors will try to do it, but what it does is it makes it very tight up against the fascia. And so, um, uh, so that very well may be what has happened here. But that wouldn't necessarily cause a roof leak. That would cause the water to come down the fascia. Now, what we like to do um, uh, is we like to have a one-by-two furring strip even before the drip edge so that that way it pushes the drip edge away from the fascia a little bit. Now, the brown stain, staining that you're seeing, are you seeing it just on the soffit or are you also seeing it on the fascia? On, on both. Okay. Now, the brown staining on the fascia is probably something else. Now, that's, that's um, tobacco juicing is what that is. Um, take, can you do me a favor? Take a picture of both of those things um, and, and uh, email it to it. Email it to us uh, to questions at universalroofjacks.com. Okay. Questions at universalroofjacks.com. Just go out there with your smartphone, take a picture of it, and, and email it to us because I, 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 if I see the photo, I can tell you which one of those it is. Now, what tobacco juicing is, is this is something that, that we've seen in the last 7 to 10 years, and it's where the, um, the asphalt leaches out of the shingles, and it causes discoloration along the outer edges. If it's tobacco juicing, that is not a um, – it's, it's not a – leaking issue it's an unsightly issue but it's not necessarily a leaking issue so if you could take a picture of both of those things then then that would be helpful all right i appreciate it all right bud Th- thanks. thanks a lot appreciate your call number to dial with your home improvement questions 3401045 that's right 3401045 we are live at the jacksonville home and patio show come down and see us it's at the prime osborne convention center We're here all day today and tomorrow, and all of our callers today get a free pair of tickets. You're in the house with Ken and Jared. We'll be right back. Hey, hey, welcome back in the house with Ken and Jared. Your home improvement questions are answered. All you have to do is give us a call, 340-1045, and all of our callers today get a pair of tickets to the Jacksonville Home and Patio Show. That is where we are right now, broadcasting live. We'd love to meet you if you want to come down and, uh, and see us. Uh, and uh, just uh, Scott here will take um, your name, and uh, we will uh, add your name to Will Call. And uh, so that way you can just grab your tickets that way. Before the break, I just wanted, uh, before the break, we were talking to Don. I just wanted to uh, finish that really quick. Um, so the, the tobacco juicing issue is an issue that we've seen more often, um, uh, now than ever at any time. Darker drip edge and darker fascia will help hide that. That's why a lot of times we recommend using a brown or black drip edge instead of, uh, instead of a white. Uh, if it is the t- tobacco juicing issue. 
and also gutters uh, will help with that as well. Yeah, I've actually gone out to uh, a number of homes where uh, there was the same issue, was a steeper pitch roof, and they used the, the wrong drip edge where it was tied up against the, uh, the fascia board, and uh, like you said, it would just wrap right around and go back into uh, like their patio area, and it was causing some, uh, some other issues, and you know, we just simply put up a gutter uh, that we did for them, and uh, and it solved their issue. Yeah, it captures the water so that that yeah. way, I mean, in general, gutters are a great idea because you're collecting the water, putting it where you want as mm-hmm. opposed to where it would naturally fall. Yep. And on steeper pitches, it's even it's even more important. Yep, absolutely. All right, let's go to Janet. Uh, Janet, you're in the house. How can we help you? Janet, are you there? Yes, I'm oh. here. Oh, there you go. Sorry about that. I couldn't hear you, but I can oh, now. Okay. I just want to say I enjoyed listening to your show. Thank you. Um, my question is about. So obviously, uh, this is the. Uh, so obviously, this is the first time you've heard it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, yeah. There you go. Um, I have a detached two and a half car garage, and our door opener, garage door opener, broke, and then the door itself broke. Um, we don't use the car, use it for cars. We just store things in it. Mm-hmm. And I was looking for a more economical solution. We looked at. Um, New doors, and it's an oversized door, um, and it, with the garage door and, and, and the opener, it was going to be several thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, I wondered if you had ever seen anybody do any sort of a frame-in of a garage door, um, you know, maybe put some kind of barn doors or anything on there. Is that something... Yeah, I mean, I've seen people do barn doors and things like that, but they're typically going to be more expensive, not less expensive. So, I mean, you can, if you don't want to open it at all, you can, I guess, frame in the opening, which in general would probably be less. But from a resale standpoint, that's, you know, and if you ever want to get in there to, to, uh, if you ever want to convert it back uh, where you're not storing things, where you're actually putting a car in there, then it would be, you know, difficult to do. So, not that's less expensive. uh, I know that um, um, actually there's a, no, a couple different uh, garage door companies here, so I would get quotes on it because there are, like for example, when I was uh, replacing my garage door, it was about a year and a half ago now, I got some quotes that were crazy expensive and I got some, some quotes that were pretty reasonable, but I don't know that there's going to be a, an option that is less expensive than a, than a garage door, so... Sorry, I can't so, help you with that. Yeah. Okay, so a barn door type thing would not be an economic. It wouldn't say that it would be just as expensive. Yeah, I think I think that you would probably end up spending just as much money now, in, unless you built it yourself. Like, let's say that you know you're handy and you can you know frame frame one out. But the barn door hardware is is crazy expensive. Like, I, I added a barn door, uh, a decorative barn door at my house and. I mean, I spent almost a grand on that, and it was was not big; it was small. So, it's um, the barn door hardware is pretty expensive. So, so I just don't think it's going to save you any money. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Thanks, Janet. We really appreciate right. your call. All right. All right. Okay. That music means that we need to take a break. Numbers to dial with your home improvement questions: three four zero one zero four five. We are live at the Jacksonville Home and Patio Show. Come down and see us. Love to meet you. This is In the House. We'll be right back. Hey, hey, welcome back. In the House with Ken and Jared. Your home improvement questions are answered here. Number to dial, 340-1045. 
Brandon and I are here at the uh, uh, Jacksonville Home and Patio Show, Prime Osborne Convention Center, 1000 Water Street, downtown. Uh, and uh, tickets today, if you want to come out, uh, $11 for adults 13 and older, $5 for children 6 to 12, and children under 5 are free. But if you want uh, free tickets, um, uh, we're giving away uh, tickets to all of our callers today. So uh, if you want to come down and see us, we would love to meet you for sure. And uh, also, uh, we are... Um, uh, have some uh, some prizes here that we're that we're doing as well and and uh, discounts. Yeah, absolutely. If you come by and see us at the at our booth, uh, you can sign up for a free giveaway uh, on some gutters or a hundred dollars off on any repairs to your home that might happen. And of course, if you come see us, we have also a ten percent off any repair coupon uh, that you can grab when you meet us. Very good. And we'd just like to meet you. So if you've been listening to the show and want to come down and uh, and uh, see our ugly mugs, uh, yeah. then uh, put a uh, put a uh, a face to the to the voice. Then yep. you can then you can come down. And I assure you, you will be moderately disappointed <laughs> <laughs> with at least one of us. I'm not telling you which one. One of us sounds way better looking than we actually look. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go back to the phones. Let's talk to Andy in St. Augustine. How you doing today, Andy? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing great, thanks. What can we help you out with? Okay, so it's a new home, and it's stucco on the outside, and then there's the it, it's concrete block, and then mm-hmm. there would be the dirt. And so okay. I've got like this let's say, two-foot ban on part of the house where the stucco stops and the dirt begins and it just looks like concrete block. So I'm wondering, how do I go ahead and paint that or what do I do to transition? I'm going to bring the dirt level up another six or eight inches, but that's still just going to leave, you know, a stripe around the house. Sure. I mean, so let me make sure that I understand. Is is there a – how thick of a stucco difference – between where the block is and where the stucco starts. In other words, does it stick out like a half of an inch, or just it's a it's a just a minor amount, or is it a big amount? Well, in the other words, depth. about three quarter of an inch thick. So okay. the stucco, you know the stucco comes down the wall and then it just stops. You know they have like a looks like some sort of a stopper. Okay, so they have a stucco stop there. That's really what I was trying to determine is whether yes. or not there was a stucco stop. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so there's a. Um, couple different options that you can do. Um, one is is that you could um, uh, you know just paint it, which obviously means that it would it would uh, you know it would be the same color except it, the stucco you'd be still be able to see the depth difference. The other thing that you could do is you could actually uh, have a stucco guy uh, even stucco that additional portion. Um, in other words, you would dig down uh, the dirt a little bit to get a little bit below the grade, and then he would do an additional stucco stop to actually take the stucco lower than it is. Um, it is not that common for there to be a stucco stop at the bottom um, when there it, when it is over the top of block. It's much more common when it's when it's wood frame. Are any sections of the first story wood frame, or are they all block? No, it's a combination of uh, block and wood frame. But uh, okay. at, at the bottom, it would all be, or where they're stopping, it would, well, I think it's almost all block there. Okay, so that makes that makes more sense if it is a combination because then the thickness has to be the same. So sometimes what that what will happen is is you're really supposed to stop the framing 
three quarters of an inch short so that that way the stucco and the, uh, the stucco over the block and the stucco over the wood frame are the same depth. But right. if they brought the framing out to the same dimension that the block is, then the only way to get the thickness right would be the, to put the three quarter inch stucco stop, stop all the way around so that that way it's the same thickness. So that makes more sense. Um, so, um, if it was all block, it wouldn't, it wouldn't make sense at all. So, so yeah, I mean, if you don't want to see the depth change, then you would have to bring the dirt up. Um, if, uh, otherwise you would have to break out that stucco stop and add a new stucco stop lower. But if you do bring the dirt up, I still want you to waterproof that before you put the dirt up. Waterproof the block itself? Yes. Yep. Okay. Use a good quality, um, uh, um, waterproofing paint like a um, Hydrostop makes one that's really good, um, but you're probably going to have a hard time finding that. But if, if you just go to the paint store, let them know that this is going to be below grade, uh, then they will give you a waterproof coating that is designed to go below grade. Because the moment that dirt goes up against it, water will, le uh, will leach out, and block is not waterproof by itself. It requires some sort of sealant on the outside of it to make it waterproof. So you don't want to put the dirt up until you've actually waterproofed it. Okay, so what if what if I just go ahead and get uh, a concrete paint that matches the color of the stucco and just paint over it and then just let the and then bring the dirt up to whatever level and yes there'll be a three quarter you know, there'll be some sort of a setback and, and you can see that, but at least it'll all be the same color so it kinda of blends in. Yeah, I would want you to use, if you're just using a regular paint, I'd probably want you to use a sealer first. Because, okay. yeah, just a regular latex paint is not really waterproof by itself. So that's what I want to, that's what I don't want to happen, is I don't want water to come in later on. So either use a waterproof paint or use a sealant before you paint. Either one is okay. All righty. All right. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate your call. Hey, thank you for your help. Enjoy the oh, show. Oh, no problem. Yep. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. Three four zero one zero four five. That is the number to dial. Let's go to Rick in Arlington. Rick, you are in the house. Hey, can you hear me? I sure can. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I have a fifties uh, home that has old aluminum single pane windows. I'm thinking of replacing them, and there's all kinds of things out there in the market. I'm trying to drill down to something that's cost effective, but yet has some kind of, you know, acceptable uh, insulation value. Sure. So um, have you looked at, at windows already, and was there a specific style that you were leaning towards, or are you just looking for some general recommendations? Uh, just general recommendations. I've seen there's vinyl, you know, vinyl, and, of course, the woods are probably going to be more expensive. I'm kind of leaning yeah. more toward maybe like a vinyl or vinyl, kind of a vinyl clad out there as well. Yeah, so, I mean, what we're going to find is is that uh, most of the time replacement windows are going to be vinyl, um, and for a number of different reasons. In general, uh, vinyl um, uh, does not uh, or restricts heat transfer more than aluminum does. So aluminum uh, allows more heat transfer than vinyl does. So for that reason, and then when, when in a replacement window, understand that the replacement window is specifically made for the opening. Uh, whereas in new construction, what happens is, is you have, let's say, a two by three opening, you get a standard two by three window, and, and that's it. And the, the, so the opening is made to the window size. In, um, in window replacement, 
every opening is different. And so you have to measure what the real opening is going to be. So that window is custom made specifically for that opening because it can be a quarter inch or a half of an inch off, and that makes a difference when it comes to window installation. So the vinyl process is an easier process to do that with. So you're going to find that, that most of the time replacement windows are going to be vinyl. Now, there is a composite material uh, made by Anderson, uh, Renewal by Anderson, that's a, that's a good one. It's not available in this area right now, uh, but it's a higher cost one, but it is a, a good um, uh, it is a good style of window, but for today, um, uh, the vinyl replacement window is is probably what I would recommend. It's important to um, to choose a low E glass. Um, there's going to be uh, wind requirements based on the area of town that you're in and and what wind area you're in. So you want to look at that. Um, and uh, you want to use one that uh, there's ratings on them. And actually, if you if you go to um, if you go to our website universalroofjacks.com and search window replacement, I wrote a whole article on window replacement that kind of that kind of gives you the you know the main four or five things that you should look for. Um, right. It's it's hard to go over all of it. Uh, you know, in a in a quick phone call, but but there's it right. gets into greater detail um, uh, uh, on my website. Very good. I'll do that. Then I appreciate. It. Thank you. All right, brother. Thanks for your call. Appreciate it. Bye. All right. Let's go to Marty in Green Coast Springs. Marty, you're in the house. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am doing well. Um, first time I've heard your show. I stumbled across it on the radio, and it's very informative. I want to thank you uh, for what you're doing. Uh, how long have you been clumsy, Marty? You tripping over your radio? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I know. Um, my question is: um, I bought a home in 2011. It was uh, new. It's a it's a brick home. Um, I guess that's irrelevant. I'm getting ready to ask you, but there's a divider wall between the foyer and the kitchen. That really, um, we do not like. We want to put an open counter in and just have it all flowing. It really just kind of cuts off everything in the kitchen, and I am trying to figure out how to 100% identify it as a non-load-bearing wall before it comes tumbling down. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, very good. You, you want to figure out if it's load-bearing before you remove it, not <laughs> as you're removing it, because Absolutely. the consequences <laughs> as you're removing it. It might hurt. <laughs> <laughs> it will hurt. Uh, it'll either hurt your pocketbook or and uh, and you physically or just your pocketbook. But either way, it would hurt. Okay, so what what year was the house built? Twenty eleven. Okay, so odds are on newer construction homes is it well actually is it a one story home or two story home? It's a one story. Okay, so odds are on a one story home built today or 2011 chances are they're going to use pre-engineered trusses and as opposed to uh, site-built rafters and so most of the time with truss drawings what you're going to find is that usually it's the exterior walls only that are load-bearing walls with with um, uh, with truss with engineered trusses now that's not yeah. always the case okay but in general um, uh, more often than not, it's only going to be the exterior walls. Now, how that ch how that's different is, let's say that you have an entrance 
that has, let's say, a gable that goes from the left side to the right side, then those walls there, if you look at the support of where they're going, it's going to be supported on the left and the right of that entrance, right? And so uh, uh, another thing that you can do is that you can go inside the attic and look at um, where that wall is and see if those trusses are specifically resting on and tied to that wall that you're wanting to remove. Okay. Also, look at the thickness of the wall. Usually, if it is a load-bearing wall, it's typically going to be six inches and th- and and thicker. Um, usually, four-inch walls are less likely to be load-bearing than six-inch walls, especially with with pre-engineered trusses. So, odds I are, I had to place a, a bet. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you know, no. you go. Okay, yeah, I was saying uh, it's definitely they were um, pre-engineered and they brought them in on a flatbed, the trusses, and the, and the wall is about four inches thick. Yeah, so a lot of times if there's like a, a scissor truss sometimes or there's a or there if there's a, a an increase uh where there's a um uh a vaulted area on the other side then sometimes uh, it would be load bearing but most of the time in this scenario uh that wall would not be load bearing. Okay, that's good to know, but I will definitely uh climb up in there and look for those uh telltale signs. So, thank you very much. Sounds good. I appreciate it. Thanks, Marty. We really appreciate your call. Have a great day. All right. We need to take a quick break. When we come back, still have a a bunch of callers to get to. Uh, We've got uh, Susan, Kurt, John, and a line open for you, 340-1045. You're in the house. We're live at the Jacksonville Home and Patio Show at the Prime Osborne Convention Center. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Final segment this week's In the House with Ken and Jared. Your home improvement questions are answered here, 340-1045. If you don't have a chance to get through, want to uh, ask us a question during the week or have a roofing, siding, or window project that you want done, you can call our office, 647-3907. Our website is universalroofjacks.com, and uh, you can always email us questions at universalroofjacks.com. All right, let's go back to the phones. Let's talk to Susan on the west side. Hey, Susan. Hi, how you doing? Doing good, Hello. thanks. How can we help you? Um, we have a 74-year-old wooden house that has a lot of wood rot, and um, we have a low income and are unable to um, get it replaced with wood. Is there an alternative? And can I... Take your answer off the air. Yeah, you can. That's fine. Um, The answer, I mean, unfortunately, the answer is no, there's really not an alternative. I mean, you can, if it's like, let's say that it's a small corner of fascia or something and you want to buy yourself some time, you can chip out the, the, a little bit of raw and you can put some putty in place, but that's a temporary fix. Um, uh, if, if there's wood rot, understand that that's a, that's a hole on the outside of your house. So that's a big deal that, that hole will allow water to come in and the water can cause mold problems. And so the cheap fix is replacing it the right way. In, in other words, because if you don't do it the right way, then it's going to cause further issues. 
So sometimes you can take, um, you know, again, temporary solutions. You can take like pieces of metal flashing and, and put it over the top and tuck it under some other sections just to at least buy some time. But there's nothing short of replacing the wood rot that is, is going to be the solution. And so, uh, and then if you go back with wood, exactly the same thing is going to happen. So, so that's why hardy uh, board is, is so good is because with hardy, it doesn't rot. So even though like hardy is the, is not a cheap solution in the long run, it ends up being the cheap solution because you only have to do it once and you don't have to continue to do it. So, um, so it, this may not be as bad as as you think. If you give us a call at the office, it's six four seven thirty nine zero seven, and um and we'll work with you on it. You know, if we if we have to do it in sections, or you know, we have some financing options, and and we'll be as gentle as we can. We always treat our listeners and and callers uh, really well, and so uh, we treat everybody well. But just between you and me, we treat our listeners a little bit better. I'm yep. just saying. Absolutely. Uh, 647-3907 is the number to dial. And, and I'm sorry you're going through that. I know it's, I, I know it's tough. I know it's stressful. Um, uh, and if there's any way we can help, we'll, we'd be more than, than happy to. And again, our office number is 647-3907. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's go to Kurt. Kurt, you're in the house. Go ahead. Hey, how you doing? Hello there. Doing great. Thanks. My question is, I had somebody put laminate floor down a year and a half ago, and I went the cheap route instead of professional route. Well, they didn't cut the um, by the trim, so they just put it up. So in order to do it, do I go with the cheap route and just put trim down and cosmetically cut my loss, or do I hire somebody to do it the correct way? So did they leave uh, spacing around the outside edge for that to yes. expand and contract, or did they? Okay, they did. Okay, they well did. then, they then what that. you can do. Okay, good, because uh, that's a that's a bigger issue. So now what you can do is that the least expensive thing is to do a quarter round or just do a small piece of trim along the outside edge just to just to cover the transition. Uh, okay, or you right. could remove your existing trim and go and uh, and replace it with new trim. So you can do yeah, either one of the those. Trim. They removed the trim. They left the transition piece. So that was my question. Do I just put the trim oh, and make it look bad, or do I remove the transition too and do it right? But <laughs> yeah, I mean. You're going to, I mean, you're talking to a contractor, so, so my solution's always going to be, <laughs> is always going to do it, be, do it the better way. So, so you're probably asking, I mean, you're asking the right guy, but you're probably asking the wrong guy. I'm always going to, no, I'm not. to go on to the right, to, <laughs> I'm always going to go to the right method. So, right. Well, so yeah, I, 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 a carpenter for years, so I know what should have been done. <laughs> yeah. So. All right, brother. We got, we got to go. Sorry. We're at the end of the That's show. Fine. Thank you for your call. Really appreciate it. John and Charlene, sorry we didn't get to you, Um, but um, everybody, thank you for listening today. Again, if you want to come down, we're at the Jacksonville Home and Patio Show, Prime and Osborne Convention Center, 1000 Water Street. Thank you so much for listening. The show's called In the House every Saturday morning. Yep, come on down to the convention center. We'll be happy to see everyone that comes down. See ya! If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. 